The Cardinals pull out a win against Miami. Let's uh, hope they can pull out a couple more. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Tuesday, July, no, June. God, I hope it's not July. That'd be really bad. Uh, for the Cardinals, anyway. June 11, 2019. My name's Moose Michaels. I'm your host. This is Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's show brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. You know, you see him in somewhere wonderful, doing something awesome, and you hate him for it. Well, you don't really hate them. You just hate the fact they're doing something fun and you're not. So you like it on social media anyway. That's hate liking. Don't do that to your friend's trip. Just book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Get rewarded. Oh, man. Be sure to uh, rate, review, subscribe to Locked on Cardinals in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. It's free, super easy to use, and it's got every single podcast you love or you're searching for. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's some awesome, awesome stuff. So the Cardinals uh, pulling out a win against Miami last night, and as I said on Twitter, I I think I was responding to uh, somebody on there. When When you beat Miami, is it really a win or is it a half win? I feel like some of these teams that are so bad, like the Marlins and the Orioles, it really ought to be a half win. <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it felt it was an empty victory because I'm like, who doesn't beat the Marlins? The Mets, maybe? But um, um, but seriously, uh, it, 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 I'm glad they won. I'm very glad they won. They got to they got to get every win they can get so they can stay in the hunt for this uh, division. But at the same time, if you didn't just get swept by the Cubs, it probably would have had a little more weight. Tell you what, let's uh, let's go ahead and let's get into our three big things. Number one. Yeah, he looked like Walker. He, he um, kind of. Uh, reestablished himself. Um, the last outing we saw in relief was very favorable. It gave us um, rightful uh, confidence that he would get back out there, and he was tremendous tonight. Really threw the ball well. Yeah, that's Mike Schilt on uh, Michael Wonka's performance. Six innings, five hints, no runs, a couple of walks, four strikeouts. And uh, a very Wonka-esque line, if you ask me, because you never know what you're going to get from the guy. But against the Marlins, it's probably about as good as you could hope for now can Waka string a couple of good starts together that will be the real question number two Adam Wainwright's uh, hamstring injury has sent him to the injured list for 10 days and it's going to be kind of a matter of time to see uh just how bad it's going to be I don't think it's going to keep him out very long but it's still a blow to a Cardinals rotation that needs every reliable starter they can get even if it's a starter that again like Wadka. You don't know what you're going to get time to time. Consistency is key, and the volatility in the rotation is just no good. Number three. And as we said, the uh, Cardinals beat the Marlins 4-1. to Even though the Miami out hit the Cardinals, seven hits to four. The uh, 
St. Louis still managed to pull out the uh, win and getting all the way back to 500, which isn't too bad. Uh, Goldie going one for four, Ozuna two for three, Wong 0 for three, even though there was a kind of a crazy play where it was a sacrifice, but because of a wild throw and some other stuff, he wound up up on third, so not too bad at all. Top of the lineup, though, still not doing anything good for St. Louis. Carpenter going 0 for 3. Jose Martinez 0 for 4. I mean, it's... uh, Sometimes it's tough to watch. I mean, really, really tough to watch. Because when I sit there and and you, you see Carpenter come up, you see, you know, whether it's DeYoung, whether it's Martinez, whether it's Goldschmidt, the top of your lineup really ought to give you some kind of <laughs> excitement. And when Goldschmidt comes to the plate, it is exciting. But when you see Carpenter come to the plate, when they throw up the the stat cast stuff on top of the uh, the overlay on the screen, and you see on ground balls, something crazy like 58% of the time it's going right to the first baseman, Dude, what are you doing? Learn to beat the shift. I'm all in favor of the shift going away, or at least the extreme versions of the shift, where you have every single player creating basically a, a, a curtain of gloves, guaranteeing it out. I'm not a fan of that kind of shift. Now, if you want to like shift guys around a little bit, yeah, but I think the shortstop probably needs to play uh, with in the range that the shortstop is in. Do you want to move him to the outfield a little bit? Cool. Keep him in left, center, or left. But don't be sending him over, dear God, to right field. That just, that annoys the heck out of me. It doesn't even matter. I mean, when the Cardinals have done it, it annoys the heck out of me. Anyway, uh, the other thing I saw in the game tonight, Jordan Hicks coming in to close. He did pick up the save his 13th of the season. He had a scoreless inning. Couple of strikeouts, did give up one hit. Despite that performance, I'm still not sold on Hicks as the closer. There uh, is some command issues there. And, uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. I don't trust it. And I don't know if that makes me not as a good a fan as other uh, Cardinals fans, but I don't trust him. You know, he's got electric stuff. And he can get that ball in there in a hurry. I don't trust him not to walk people. John Gant gave up an earned run tonight. His uh, ERA just keeps climbing. It's un- it's an untenable 1.80. And uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him in the closing role. I wouldn't mind seeing him get a spot start. Even though Wanka did it good. And I'm pretty sure that was by design. Even, even, <laughs> even Mike Schultz probably going, dude. You've got to be able to pitch good against Miami. If you can't pitch good against Miami, I don't know if there's going to be a lot of hope for you. Man. Hey, uh, be sure to follow Locked On Cardinals at Locked On STL on Twitter. I'm My personal Twitter account is at Moose Michaels. Uh, I believe you can also uh, email us at LockedOnSTLCards at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. All right, uh, today's show brought to you in part by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com, be there, do that, get rewarded. 
Okay, uh, so real quickly again as we wrap up this first segment, what do the Cardinals need to do to stay in this race? They are 500 again. They've got 32 wins, 32 losses. And believe it or not, uh, uh, the bulk of their losses coming on the road. They're five games out, two and a half games above Pittsburgh for fourth place and uh, three games ahead of uh, Cincinnati for last place. Chicago and Milwaukee still pretty much in a statistical tie, even though Chicago's got the edge again by like two hundredths of a point. And, uh, yeah, they're streaking pretty rapidly, too. What are you going to do? What do you think the Cardinals ought to do? It's clear the starting pitching isn't going to get it done. So you got to find a way to get starting pitching that will get it done. Problem is, is I don't know who's out there on the trade market that can really make a big enough difference. Trevor Bauer, maybe. He's got a year left on the contract after this season. The price probably would be a little steep. That being said, what is what is it worth to go back to the postseason? Is it worth a few prospects? Or is it okay? Are you okay with being mediocre yet again? Because if you think about it, we talked about this uh, on yesterday's episode. You could have had Keiko for next to nothing. A prorated one-year deal. Well, he's making thirteen million. If he'd played the whole season, would have been something like twenty. Are you willing to give up prospects? Get a pitcher that you need. Trevor Bauer would probably immediately become the ace of the staff. Bauer, Michaelis, Flaherty would be your top three. After that, uh, when Wayno's healthy, he's probably your number four guy. And I'm sure Wadka, they'd stick him in there as the number five guy, even though really it should probably be Ponce de Leon. I don't trust Wadka. At this point, and it's crazy, Wadka's been on the team. This is his sixth season. It's hard to believe he's about to be a free agent. And, you know, when he first burst onto the scene in 2013, you saw this whole career blossoming before you. And you just knew he was going to be something special for the Cardinals. Instead, it's going to be like Jaime Garcia. He's going to, you know, we're talking about him now, but in three, four, five years, footnote in the Cardinals history. He was a guy that was on the uh, team that went to the World Series in 2013. But uh, his real legacy, stress, fractures, injuries, and an inconsistent uh, reputation, I suppose. Makes me kind of sad when I think about it. Trevor Bauer, though, I believe would be probably the best candidate for the Cardinals to target when it comes to trades. And uh, I'd like to hear what trade package you would make for a Trevor Bauer or the player you think they ought to trade for. Let us know at Locked On STL. Okay, uh, real fast, be sure to check out the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. It's free, it's super easy to use, and it's got every single podcast that you love or maybe you're searching for. Maybe you get done listening to Locked on Cardinals and you want something new, but you're not exactly sure what. They can help you with that. They get theme collections of shows to help with your podcast discovery. Everything from comedy to mystery, thrillers, and sports. You can follow your favorite shows and creators 
You can like and comment on pretty much any episode that you love. Plus, you can make shareable playlists of your favorite episodes. Share them with your friends on Twitter. Uh, send them a text message with it. It's the best way to get shows spread around. It's free. Download it now. Himalaya on the App Store or Google Play Store. And don't forget to follow Locked On Cardinals, your daily Locked On or your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast once you're there. Guys, when you're on deck and getting ready to step up to the plate, you have to be sure you're ready to swing for the fences. But if you're looking for that fastball when you get a curve instead, that's where Blue Chew comes in. Blue Chew is the first chewable of its kind with the same FDA-approved active ingredient as Viagra and Cialis. So, you know they work, right? You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity to swing for the fences arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code MLB. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's B-L-U-E-Chew.com, promo code MLB to try it free. Again, that promo code MLB. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Welcome back to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. My name's Moose Michaels uh, with you on this Tuesday, June the 11th, 2019. Uh, the Cardinals picking up a win against the Marlins last night, 4-1, to one, and uh, the game really not in any kind of a question at all. The offense coming alive when it needed to, and uh, some miscues on the Marlins' part helped to uh, secure the win for the Cardinals as well. Reading an article on MLB.com, three takeaways from the Cardinals flop in Wrigley. And uh, you can head over to Cardinals.com and you can check this out for yourself, but it's pretty much spot on. Uh, The three things they say is, number one, the rotation stumbles. That's the understatement of the year. The offense disappears, yeah. Cubs edged the Cardinals and hits 25 to 18 over the weekend. This is from that article, but outscored them 17 to 6. And even though the Cardinals got nine hits on Sunday, they left nine on base and three for 10 with runners in scoring position. So I, uh, I agree with both those things. And the Cardinals still need to find a way to win at Wrigley. That's the biggest thing. When the Cardinals are home during this season, they play great. The Cardinals at home, do amazingly well. A lot better than they do on the road. The Cardinals on the road, no bueno. It is not a team. You know, when the Cardinals on the road and you know they're coming into your ballpark, you probably got a 60-40 chance of pulling out a win. Seriously. Michaelis is better at home. Wayno's better at home. Watka's, well, you just flip a coin. Who knows? Flaherty, better at home. The offense, better at home. they got to find an answer to this inconsistency. I believe something crazy, like like of the next 25 games, is it 13, 14 games, something like that, uh, 15 games is going to be on the road. 
Wrap it up with the Marlins in a couple of days, and you're off to New York for a four-game series. Then the Marlins come to Bush, and then you're back on the road again. What does St. Louis need to do to find a winning formula? Yesterday, I talked about how John Mazalock probably it feels like the plan is working. Even though we all know the starting pitching needs to be addressed in the worst possible way. We know the bullpen is pretty good, but probably been overused. The lineup is still missing a spark plug. And I don't know where they're going to find that. You know, they keep putting Matt Carpenter back at the top of the lineup, not where he needs to be. Uh, Dexter Fowler probably needs to get a few more chances there. You know, you can, dry, you can try dropping Matt down to second. You can try dropping him down to fifth, sixth, seventh, wherever. But the middle of the lineup needs to be the young Goldschmidt Ozuna. But those guys need somebody that can get on base in front of them. So if you're taking a look at what the Cardinals shopping needs probably are, probably should be, as we edge closer to the trade deadline, you're looking for a starting pitcher. And even though it's going to be hard to find, ideally, you would like to find somebody that could step in and be the ace of this staff. Somebody that you know every fifth day they're going to go out there and give you the absolute best chance to win. On top of that, you need to find a leadoff hitter. Somebody that you know is going to get on base on a consistent basis and give you a chance to score early and often. I believe the bullpen is probably fine, even if you do have to uh, maybe go out and find somebody just to help spell guys, because the, the struggles with the rotation early on have really kind of, I believe, weakened the bullpen more than we realize. John Gant is an amazing reliever, but he gets used so often. He's starting to get a little overexposed. And that's exactly what you don't want to happen. So, off-season needs. They're not off-season needs. Trade deadline needs. Starting pitching. Lead-off hitter. Who are those guys going to be? I don't know. I believe Trevor Bauer would probably be a great place to start as far as the starting pitching goes. I believe he's probably going to be on the uh, market. Seems like the kind of guy that St. Louis would would kind of target. And he's got an edge to him, a chip on his shoulder, and he's willing to get in there and he's willing to play the way that he's supposed to. As far as leadoff hitters go, I don't know. And if you got to choose between the two, you're going to go with the starting pitching. The offense, yeah, I mean, you, who do you think? Who do you think the Cardinals could target to get that? Let me know. Again, at Locked on STL on Twitter. We're also at Moose Michaels. That's my personal page. At Locked on STL Cards. Or excuse me, Locked on STL Cards at gmail.com. We can talk to our blue in the face about this, but unfortunately, i got to wrap the show up. We are brought to you in part today by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. Also, listen to us in the brand new Himalaya podcasting app. It's free, easy, simple, and easy to use. Can't beat that at all, can you? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, we're available there as well. Uh, Spotify, too, and your smart device. This is Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Yeah, your team 
every day. We're always having a lot of fun with you, and we love listening to you, uh, your feedback and everything else. So let us know what we could be doing better for you. I'm getting out of here. I will see you tomorrow. Drink a brewski for the mooski. I'm out.